In 2020, four friends decided to listen to every one of the greatest 500 albums as decided by Rolling Stone magazine. This resulted in a text chain that celebrated the music, excoriated the order, and led us to making this podcast. We are far from experts, and we promise to do almost no research. All opinions are our own, unless you disagree. Please sit back and enjoy. Beck did it better. From 2004, this is album 74. Guys, we are almost three quarters of a way, of a fifth of the way through the this podcast life. It's, God, it's so sad when you say it that way. Oh, no, I was going to say, I'm going to miss it when we're done, guys. I'm going to miss it, but I guess, Aaron, that's fine if you don't want to, you know. <laughs> it's like the beginning of the end of the beginning. Yes. Yeah, exactly. This is like, you know, how old am I going to be? Uh, I'm going to be probably live till I'm 80. So this is like the end of my 20s. It's something like that. It's like we're on the first page of, we're pretty much on the first page of The Hobbit still. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, let's get into, guys, this week, I got to say, Okay. Instead of a song, instead of a, a funny song, everybody says, "Oh, they're so funny, Rob. You definitely work really hard wait, on them, and wait, they definitely you've playing, are worth it." You've been playing funny songs, Rob. I'm not going to take that bait. Okay, I'm not <laughs> going to do it. I'm too. I'm. This is going to be a clean show. I'm going to be respectful of my co-hosts, and I'm not going to make fun of them. But guys, this week I've actually decided we need to make some money. So this week instead, we're going to do just a little bit of an infomercial. Okay, and let's see if you can pick up what it's all about. What's up, everybody? This is K-Rob, K-R-O-B. Listen, I got a lot of people asking me, well, hey, Rob, how K-Rob? are you so buff? Well, it's easy. I do the Beck Did It Better workout plan. Oh, yeah. Hey, everybody. Yes. My name is Frank. Since I've been doing the Beck Did It Better workout plan, I've had some really great results. The key is I skip any get-together I have with my neighbors, and instead I go to the gym, but then I yell at people when they try to hop on my equipment. I've been mountain biking a lot and falling and breaking my arm almost every day, but I still make sure that I go get my fish fillets. This is a great workout plan. And I know it's good because now I look like my favorite people in the world, the people from Beck Did It Better. But my wife doesn't like me. Thanks to the Beck Did It Better workout plan, I broke my arm just like Aaron. Just like Rob, I think I'm the man. I lift weights for one minute, then I rest for ten. Just like Russell, I start to scream. Ah. Somebody hops on my machine. Work out like Matt, but it's not short. I yelled at my parents on the basketball court. Beck Did It Better workout plan. I get to it when I can. I only started at half past ten. It was great when we started, but it's worse than then. All the dirty jokes are wearing thin. The only people talking to me are my close friends. Then one night at the gym, I see that pervert, it's Aaron. He's there looking at feet again. Cause on the back did it workout plan. Beck did it better, workout plan. Beck did it better, workout plan. Hit the drums, yo. When you want to hear about the brain, I can't believe you're in the gym. Looking at feet. It's not even safe at the gym. Like, it's just going to get COVID there. Why would I go there to look at feet? If you want to hear the beach, you chat, and then they get off track. I told you that story, didn't I? I've got the when I was in Hawaii. Yeah, you were doing the Beck Did It workout plan when you tried to be getting a Beck rapper, a basketball better. player, or just someone with a car. I Just a car. That's all. I just want to, just a car. Just give me a ride. That's all. I don't have high standards. Maybe a Miata. Take me to the lake. Go sailing. Today, we are talking about Kanye's college dropout. Guys, this reminds me a lot of my hit album, The College Popout. Okay. <laughs> College was, pop out? Yeah, it was less of an album and more about when I was wearing tight pants at a party and I sat down too quickly. 
The problem is I didn't notice anything. And afterwards I did a kick stand uh, and it looked like an egg when you're trying to separate the yolks, you know, I mean, everybody's like, is that a gray egg? Why is it? Why is it so gray? I'm serious guys. I don't know why it's so great. I think it's a medical issue. I got Aaron in California. Aaron, how are you doing? Hey, when it comes to this podcast where I live by two words, fuck you, pay me. So I'm glad you're making us some money on the uh, workout plan. Oh, good. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad this podcast is making us tons of money. It's really rolling Wasn't that in four words. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, you got it. Yeah. I was a math. I was a math. I got Matt in Minneapolis. Matt, how are you doing tonight? Great, great, just great. Thanks for having me. Love that energy, Matt. Thank you for bringing so much to the table. Uh, I got Russell in Minnesota. Russell, how are you doing tonight? Rob, thanks for having me. I wanted to tell all you Beckerheads that we eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. Huh? Y'all eat pieces of shit? What's the basis? <laughs> I got I got figured out the chipmunk soul. I got chipmunk soul. <laughs> Chipmunk soul. It sounds like what Aaron was taking pictures of. Suits and cases. Chipmunk soul sounds like what Aaron was taking pictures of at the gym. He loves those feet. Russell, I love now that you are also getting into the audio recording game. I think that's such a good idea. Um, nothing can possibly go wrong when we have so many people trying to be in charge of this podcast. I mean, it's it's so good. Hey, let's get to a voicemail. Oh, breaking this one out. Oh, I forgot our new voicemail. On a voicemail line. Well, this one is especially for this voicemail because we got issues. We got issues with this one. Most of the time, they leave text messages for our show. Do these idiots not realize we only do audio? Our listeners are moronic. And you know what's really stupid is we've been begging for calls. Now we've got too many. Too many calls. Oh, it's a pain. Too many. Yep. Yeah, that is weird, so isn't it? It's a strange thing, huh? It's like kind of like when you make like a lifelong commitment or something, and you're like, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like maybe there's like a new thing that's big, you know? Like all of a sudden, it's like, oh, everybody's got big asses, and it's like, well, wait, no, wait a minute. I made a lifetime commitment. Ask could have won the horse awards. <laughs> and meanwhile, you know. She, her turd cutter is not that big. Like, I'm supposed to put up with that? I don't think so. I've got high standards. <laughs> what? Aaron, turd cutter? Aaron, I can't believe you said that. <laughs> that is a new one on All right. me. So this voicemail split into three parts because our dumb shit listeners cannot leave a short voicemail. To three save parts? Their lives. It's not yeah. Aaron's dad again, is it? Hi, boys. It's Krista calling. First of all, I have been texting the line, and I don't know if Rob is screening those texts but I have texted a few times one of them was when I found a rolling she's such a dumb shit listener that she's like doing this from her from her car so she can't like actually pick up she's got like earphones in the the iPods or whatever what she's saying is that she's complaining that she texted something in and it didn't get played. Okay, first of all, I had it set up. I just haven't played it yet. So here's what she texted. Would you me. mind telling the R that Target has these on sale for nine dollars and ninety nine cents? <laughs> I'm a Ford freak. Okay, so she did put in oh, a Ford freak. So I, mean, I got to respect she, that. She really did. The, she understood the assignment. Yeah. So I got a picture of Rolling Stones shirts, uh, Russell. That the store that we do not name is selling Wait, them what? for nine ninety nine. Okay. What did you pay for hey. your shirts again? I, I think I paid one thirty for two shirts, or was Jesus it one ten? I think it was one. I think it was one ten for two shirts. And you know what? The, the worst part about it is that stupid store. Target. I have a friend over there that probably yeah. knows someone mm-hmm. that got the Rolling Stone shirts on deals, and I just didn't ask about it. I, I can't stand that that store. Target. Yeah, the, the guy who's 
130 for two t-shirts. I mean, just imagine guys, imagine taking out a hundred dollar bill and showing that to them and say, can I buy two t-shirts with this? And they say, Oh no, no, no. <laughs> so then enough. you take, a, then you take out a 20 and they're like, no, nope, still not enough. And then you got to take out a 10. They're like, okay, now you get two t-shirts. You just be like, <sighs> but that really is like being a married, I think in a nutshell, Russell, actually. So here's the second part of this voicemail. That store t- might not even have clothing items that add up to that much money. Like 130 <laughs> bucks. Do they have anything at that store for 130 Think, think bucks? about how many Bobby the Brain Heenan weasel suits you can buy for that amount. <laughs> it would be crazy. I think, I, think you need, I think you need 130 bucks to get like a Link shirt because I can't find them anywhere. Yeah, they so don't have sold those. Out. Whoever's in charge yeah. of the sport. That's what I've been trying to find. Every time I go to Minnesota, I'm looking for a Link shirt. Yeah. yeah. And I, and I wear shirts that are those feminine cuts. So I'm looking for those too. I, you know what I mean? It's like <laughs> narrow at the waist, real big at the top. You guys know what I'm talking about. All right. I am calling in reference to the Legos. Um, my children Ooh. never really got into them too much, but thank goodness I still am. Even as a lady of a certain age, I oh. love certain Lego sets. And Matt knows this, that I've been... <laughs> So so your hearing did not fail you there. I just want to point out her phone call 100% just cut out for like five seconds. Like we have an issue where I don't know if she was getting a call coming through or like was the way spoke up, but I don't know what she said there at all. Maybe we are better off with Aaron's dad just calling and making stupid comments about the Drake relays. <laughs> I, I know that we, we talked about that in the post game show that we were, maybe we should cut the line down. But you think Aaron's you guys dad think, might be a better caller? He, he Con- do you think Kanye puts on his own relays if Drake does relays? Do you think Kanye? He, yes. <laughs> I think I'd rather go to the Kanye relays than the Drake relays. I think so. You're, you guys are angling for another angry call. It's going to happen. Fishing. <laughs> Someday you're going to hang out with him in person, and then you're really going to get it. So what would she what was she calling in about, Rob? I, I, I Legos. Well, she's still into she Legos. About? She, no, yeah, no, no, she no. Likes Legos. Guys, I got a call from Peter Jackson. Even he thought this call was a little too bloated. He thought this was too much. So let's oh, check wow, this out. By the way, that's yeah, a Hobbit that's a joke. Very topical, guys, topical reference. Yes, thank or you so much. A, I thought it was a Beatles Let It Be reference. Oh no, I was thinking about the Hobbit. Get back. Sorry, you're, get back. You're, you're actually the, for a music podcast. You're much more on point. <laughs> so here's her main point. That's I'm hoping to borrow it from Matt. And um, this year, I treated myself to the McAllister mansion from Home Alone. And I'm proud to admit it, I didn't let my kids help me with it. It took me around 18 hours, not in one go. I had to do it over several days because I do have a full-time job, believe it or not. And um, so my question for you all is, what is that thing from childhood that you still secretly love and maybe for Rosie it is just um, Legos but there are things that I wish that it was still okay for kids to play with that or adults to play with that we had as kids and I guess Legos is my thing so have a good time thank you so much for the voicemail as much as we make fun of you we are desperate for any human interaction uh, guys, what is something? So first of all, before we get to her question, I just want to point out, she bought the McAllister Lego set. Okay. I, I think yep. it's called the home alone. No one's ever called it the McAllister. No, like who the hell calls it the McAllister? Like, I was thinking of McAllister knows? college. I was like, yeah, McAllister what, college what is, has a Lego set. That's that's yeah. brilliant marketing. Kevin McAllister. Well, yeah, I can Kevin. tell Kevin, we Chicago, ju- I just watched school. that last night. In fact, so what would you be mad if that was not included in the Lego set? Like, what would you be? I'd be very upset if the stairs on the bottom do not have the nail that has yeah. hepatitis C on it from the movie. I would be upset if they didn't have the, uh, uh, the paint bucket on a rope, yes. you know, sliding, You'd swinging down the staircase. If the cheese pizza were just a box of pizza, 
Like if it were just the box with no pizza slices, like I would like the cheese pizza to have slices inside. You're such a what disease. What the fuck are you talking about, Aaron? <laughs> That's what you want? Kevin That's the some? main part of the movie to you is that the pizza is cut you into slices? You said what are the things you'd be upset? Well, your main thing was the nail. I mean, you were just saying like, that, would you be upset the if they're missing? Movie. The nail's in the fucking movie. Your thing is that the pizza needs to be cut into slices? The cheese pizza is the whole reason that Kevin goes off the deep end, man. Like that starts, that's the chain reaction. It starts the whole thing. Look what you did, you little. Buzz shoves his cheese pizza down there and like Kevin goes postal about it. You think this is the movie of a child slowly going insane, right? You think this is the movie like of, it's like a into darkness or something where this, this child is, do you think this whole thing is an illusion? Like he's $130 shirt. Are you talking about heart of darkness? Yeah. (laughs) Whatever. Into darkness. Whatever. It's a sequel. Aaron, look what your comment started. Look what you did, you little jerk. <laughs> I would be mad Aaron, if they didn't have a picture the, of Buzz's You're what the French girlfriend. call les incompetents. <laughs> I would be I'm mad if the, the Lego set did not have uh, the one of the guys outside saying he's going to eat Kevin's <laughs> fingers at the end, which I want to remind you, the end of the movie is Joe Pesci saying he's going to eat uh, Kevin McAllister's fingers, which is He sick. says that inside the house, Rob, so you, gotta, you need to watch this again. He's oh. inside the house when he says that. Do okay. you think John Hughes or whoever that was just had a really bad day? He's like in the mudroom. He's kind of like in the foyer. Rosie, sort of like Rosie. What, what, what we've learned from this whole exercise, again, this is for all the people that are watching yeah. live. What we've, what we've learned is that if you have an opinion, just mm-hmm. don't say in front of Rob because he'll just jump all over your ass, <laughs> no. right? So this is Rob's show. Let's not have opinions on the show, okay, no, guys? This is well, only what Rob wants This to. episode is still getting some runoff pee from last time, okay? That, and that stands for runoff politeness, okay? Because I'm still being polite to Aaron because I was so mean to him two episodes ago. So, Speaking of runoff pee, the thing I would want would be the kid who drinks all the Pepsi Fuller. Was it Fuller? Fuller. Yes. Is he on the Pepsi yeah. Fuller? <laughs> Yeah. I don't want to sleep with him. He wets the bed. <laughs> so Kids the question is, speaking of wets the bed, Kanye mentions it this, in this album. Um, speaking of child, so she asked, what things from your childhood do you still enjoy? Uh, does anybody want to start or you want me to go? What three I, things? I mean, the, easy, the easiest one is baseball cards. I don't know. I still, still opening. Well, not really, but like if, mm. if I, you find like, a, you know, you find those boxes or you've got like 30 packs that you can open up the wax packs kind of a thing. Like, oh, man, I'd buy those in a heartbeat, open up a bunch of baseball cards. There's Twitch streams where they just literally open up different card packs on the stream right. and you can watch them yep. open up card packs. It's actually quite fun to watch. Like, you know, they, they open one up and it's like a Isaiah Ryder or something. You're like, oh, that's sick. Like you're typing in there. Like, Junior, oh, that's J, JR. What about his own? I was in Alameda yesterday. Baseball cards have really come back, but I think they've gotten so popular that people fight over them and then stores like it. Idiots, they don't even carry them anymore. So if yeah. you go Pokemon there and you want to buy too. some, you can't even buy a, a pack of tops for like six bucks. They shut it all down. You know what else that's that stupid store it did? Like what? they used to put they put this, they put this limit on Pokemon cards, right? So it's one per you can get one pack <laughs> per house, right? So I got right. two kids. I go there, I try to buy two packs. Right. Do you think I can do that in all one transaction? They don't they no, think you're one those, child. Those dumbasses that it can't mm-hmm. figure out that maybe we've got two people here, yeah. and so we should allow. And then yeah. you know, there's a lady sitting there; she can't even help. So you got to ring it out, check it out, yeah. and go. And the other thing about Target is that their dressing room doors go all the way down to the floor. <laughs> How are you supposed to get out if you get locked in? Exactly, it's a safety issue. That's what I keep telling people. This is actually Fire a safety hazard. check. Okay. On the subject of safety issues, the thing that I, the thing that I miss about childhood is is a trampoline. And there's a couple of people in our neighborhood who oh, keep God. like, if you see them, they'll say like, they'll mm-hmm. tell my son like, "Hey, we got that trampoline. Like, come on over and use the trampoline anytime." And I'm kind of like, 
hey, Wallace, like, do you want to go check out this trampoline? Because I would, I would murder a trampoline. Aaron, I would go nuts if I could get on a your trampoline. Your wife would have your balls in a jar if you took your kid over and jumped on a trampoline with them. I know that well enough. You would, you would go over. I know you would like immediately like spin off and break your arm. Your wife would be so mad. You don't even have a fucking microwave. You're talking about jumping on a trampoline. Get the fuck out of here. Now, let me ask you, let me ask you guys this. I always think about this every time somebody brings up a trampoline. If you had a chance, okay, and nobody would see you, it's like in a, you know, it's like a, think of like those, you know, those trampoline places where you can go and they have the long trampolines and you're always like, oh, this is going to be such a fun birthday party. And then you jump for like three minutes and you feel like you're going to have a heart attack and you're like, I, I cannot do this. <laughs> if you could have sex with your wife on a trampoline, would you do it? Like, think about how fun that would like, and you could try different stuff like boing, boing. And then it's like a, I mean, where are the places that I wouldn't choose to like, I mean, you can like, oh, if you could have sex with your wife, you know sitting in the kitchen like i mean there's no, like what am i gonna say no like probably a cemetery you sick fuck you want to have sex with your wife in a cemetery oh my god there's a really pretty cemetery not far from my house i'm sick thing. i would think about it oh think about all these bones what if there's one more here you know what i mean like oh gross next time next time aaron injures his collarbone or something we're gonna know damn well what happened that they would have explored that trampoline and something went wrong. I just think it'd be really fun. Like you could hold on together and then both bounce around. You know what I mean? I see where you're going with this. I mean, it, yeah. Some, so yeah. someone on this podcast has to try it. Yeah. It's got to be someone youthful. They come in the next you day. Know, they're like, someone... why do all the trampolines smell like mulch? I'm like what? What? <laughs> 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 what goes on in your house, Rob? I don't understand the mulch. So Russell, what things brain. from your childhood do you love? <laughs> what do you mean, know, why does it smell like mulch? We talked the about the Bobby the Brain Heenan figures. I still love getting the wrestling action figures from my nephews. Yeah. Not because I don't care if they like them, but when I go hang out with my nieces and nephews, I want to play with the wrestling action figures with them. I want to set up the Royal Rumble. I want to take like the 10 guys and make the perfect Survivor Series mm-hmm. teams. It, it brings me back to my youth, so... I love, I love that that, that stupid store it always yeah. has the Russell, wrestling action figures. I'm sorry. Russell, now that you said it though, one. now that you said it, I need to know what's your perfect survivor series team. What's your ultimate survivor series team? I think, well, demolition's got to be involved. So I got to mm-hmm. have a tag team on my survivor series team. Right. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Cause they know how to work together. Right. The rockers, like, the rockers would have been the right. Everybody choice. just push that 15 Marty second Shinnity. forward button about 10 times. Here <laughs> and we'll be through this in a little bit. You know, if you bring up pro wrestling, I got to get into the details. I need well, to talk we gotta about ha- stuff. We got to have Brutus, the barber on the team. We need yeah, someone yeah. Who, who can give a passed out person a haircut. Yeah. Like, that's gotta be some sort <laughs> of assault now, right? Like if you did that now, you just went up to a, a, a passed out person and gave him a haircut that looks like Rob. You'd be going to jail for that shit, wouldn't you? It's, and I don't think Brutus the Barber ever went to jail. I'm pretty sure no. he didn't go to jail for multiple, actually way worse things than giving somebody a haircut, I'm sure. So and there's then I, one more then, right? I got to have Jake the Snake too. If a passed out person where someone can put a snake on him and not face any consequences, he's got to be on my team. That's hard to beat uh, that squad. I'll tell you what. I think my favorite action figure would be a Macho Man Randy Savage in a Jeep. You know, so I can just. Oh, no, that's not right. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Okay, then I would do a Hulk Hogan and a sushi. I would do a Hulk Hogan and a plate of sushi. Hey, brother. Fucking your wife. Fucking my friend's wife, brother. This is, and I would do an action figure of my friend's wife and Hulk Hogan and then some sushi. Oh, I eat like a pig, brother. Which of, which of your, Rob, which of your friend's wives would it, would the oh, action no. figure be? Huh? Oh, God, which, no. um, hmm, which one of my friend's wives would I want to oh, fuck? No. 
Oh yeah, I'm so selective. Please. Yeah, it would be you know that's what that would be my action. And my kids would be like, "Hey, is he going to wrestle?" And I'm like, "No, but watch this." You know what I mean? Oh, no, he's shutting down Gawker. So weird. Rob, what is the kids' toy that you like? Oh, I always like, you know, there's two things. I, I love, uh, actually three things. I love tubing still. I still love going mm. out and going tubing. Like behind a boat. I think yeah. it's so fun. There's something yeah. about the, the, and my dad still is trying to kill me. I don't know what I did. Like what I did growing up that my dad wants to hurt me so bad when I'm tubing, but he literally hates me. He'll, he'll try to hurt me all the time. Uh, I also think uh, taking baths. You know me, guys. I'm a big bath taking guy. We talked about last last episode, oh, right? Yeah. Where my ass left a mark in the tub, and I'm not sure about it. I think I need, but I love. I still love just soaking in a bath. I used to do that as a kid I, so much I that I would get this, ear infections. I thought about this some more, Rob. I think it's disease <laughs> that you take baths in other people's bathtubs. I think it's messed up that you go to someone's house and then use their bath. Listen, my sister has a big clawfoot tub. It is huge. Do you know how hard it is to find a bath for somebody my size where I can sit in this thing and luxuriate like Shamu? It feels so good to be in a giant bathtub. I love it. Okay. Is that a real word? I love, I love the idea that of all the things I say, Russell's like taking a bath. Ugh, it's disgusting. You don't you have your respect. Rob, would you rather have relations in a, in a huge bathtub or on the trampoline? Oh, or a waterbed. Uh, Russell, Russell, I'm telling you right now, have you ever actually, well, I'm, I'm just going to say this right now. If you've ever actually had tried to have sex in water, <laughs> it's the worst. I don't think it's, it's a good idea. It, yeah, no, I don't think it, it's a good idea. It, it's very bad. It literally is like, I don't, I don't know what it's like. It's like putting on a, it's not even a sweater. It's like rubbing two pieces of cardboard together. I don't get it. <laughs> the other thing I love from my childhood is breastfeeding. All right, let's get into rolling. It's, 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 it's time to see what everybody's up to. It's time for what? Okay, Roll it going. Oh, yeah. Give me that mommy's milk. Okay, Rosie, uh, rolling going. How's it going with you? Uh, you know, it's it's, uh, it's going great. I. Oh, I'm sorry, Rosie. Do you not think breastfeeding is good? Okay. Oh, you think it's gross that women shouldn't be able to do that in public? Okay. You want them to it's cover up? I, I have to be honest. It is, uh, it is the second day of, uh, of preschool being closed. Uh, and my son tonight said, dad, I'm going to give you a hug because you've been grumpy all day. And I had to like, I had to step back. <laughs> I had to step back and be like, man, shit, was I really grumpy all day? So I'm, I'm here to try to turn it around and not be grumpy with my son. Cause he's actually been wonderful. We went ice skating yesterday. First time ice skating in my whole life. Uh, any wipeouts? No, no wipeouts. I, so here's the thing. I, I am, I don't know if you guys knew this about me. I was a semi-serious inline skater for a period of time when I lived in Minneapolis. No, 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 no. Okay. When you want we don't have enough time to actually talk about this. We need an entire episode. So uh, next week, next week we probably have some alternative rock shit or something. I don't know what's going on, but we, we do not have time to talk about this. So when you say, when you say that you were a semi-serious inline skater, does that mean, now here's what I'm picturing. You go yeah. to the park, you're in spandex. Okay. You've got cool sunglasses on and you are going through the cones on one foot. Like, or does it mean that you just, you were a terrible skater, but you just had a yeah. serious face wherever you went. But I was more, it was closer to Russell's 
interpretation. I was more of a distance skater than a skills skater. So oh, once I learned gosh. to skate, oh God. I thought, oh, this could be my cardio activity. So I, I love I went running, as as like, but I'm so lazy. What can I do? Oh, <laughs> God, what can I do? I love running marathons, but I just fucking hate running. Uh, I think I, I went as far as about nine miles because I went from... You know, I went nine from miles down in Mass. Not even that far. I went from down in Mass. You tried skating nine miles on. I could easily. Shit. I just don't have time right now. I went from down in Matt's neighborhood, up around all three in our Minneapolis. Uh, Minneapolitans will know. I went around all three lakes of the chain of lakes, up you know Cedar, uh, Lake of the Isles, all the way around and back a couple of times, and went all the way from you know South Minneapolis up to the University of Minnesota. So anyway, all that is to say, uh, I did okay on the ice because I had the experience with the inline skating. I also noticed that you were pushing your son on a thing. So you never actually skated. You were pushing around like a little kid with a, with a sawhorse going around. So. Well, yeah, I mean, he was, yeah, they had these little seals. That was, that was the big thing. They had a little seal that the kids were supposed to be able to hang on to, to skate. But of course he's smarter than me. He was like, well, no, I'm just going to sit on this and you push me. But, but yeah. I did get, I did, I did skate a little bit on my own. Uh, I tried to do a turn once and turn backwards and I almost wiped out and took out my whole family. Oh my God. I would pay money for the video. <laughs> had to stop trying to do tricks. How about any backwards backwards? Did you make it backwards? I tried. Yeah, I tried. And I thought I was going to wipe people out because it was like it was a very crowded skating rink because this was like fully yeah. you get 90 minutes to skate. It's like fully amateurs only. So everyone there is like their first time with skates on. At any time, Aaron, did they bring out a giant pair of dice? Okay. And I can't remember why they did that at my local roller <laughs> rink, but they would always what? bring out a giant pair of dice. Oh, now, right. For the, yeah, yeah. Now, I just want to tell you my school. Rink. That's right. My school, I think, hated me because they would always do a field trip to the roller <laughs> rink. They're like, hey, why. hey, you, the big fat kid at elementary school who's really self-conscious about embarrassing, embarrassing himself in front of others. I'm still in, by the way. Um, we are going to put you in roller skates uh, and then have you skate with a bunch of girls. Oh, and guess what? It's couple skate. That's a real thing. I don't know why they had a giant pair of dice. Because I, I was playing in the arcade free, yeah, the whole time. Just like off snowball. I thought we yeah. called that the snowball, Matt, right? Isn't that yeah. called the snowball? You wait, and then the girl skates around. They pick one yep. of you out, and you got to skate around with them. And that's the worst is wondering, if I sit here, what if I'm the last person and no one picks me to do the snowball? It's the worst. It's cold outside, but it's hot in here. Snowball. <laughs> that's going to sound good as a reverb. About yes. That. And so then after we went skating, we went out for lunch at Almanac Brewing, and they have an Airstream trailer with Scolari's, which is shout out Scolari's, one of the best burgers in the Bay Area. But I got to ask you guys, I had a really delicious burger, but wh- how many toppings on a burger is too many? Because this one was like, this was Six. amazing. Six Four. is too many? Mm. Yep. Five. Because this was bordering on too many. So this had, Rob, you might have you might have to do, you might have to get out the James Brown. James Brown, yeah. Okay, well, that's getting edited out, so it's going to sound like I came up with this on my own. This burger had bun. No, shut up. A bun is not a topping. Yeah, that's, you can't not a, a bun. that's not a topping. <laughs> if you say a second <laughs> bun on the top, I'm going to be so fucking mad. Burger. Let's go back to the inline skating semi-seriously. <laughs> this okay, one had a burger. Skates. <laughs> burger, not a topping. Burger, not a topping. <laughs> Blue cheese. No. Okay. Okay. Blueberry sauce. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> bacon. Keep going. I don't have time to make fun of all this. I don't have it's time. A, hit the orange. A big pile of arugula. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it. I think that's the whole thing. I think, that, I think that's the whole burger right there. Yeah. That's a burger. <laughs> I don't think that's too many. That's not crazy. You think it's, that's okay? That's all right. Well, if you're counting the fucking bun is too, I don't know what you're talking about. I was just trying to build it from bottom top. I was just trying, I was just thinking about the construction, the architecture. No, we burger. understand was, why you said the bun. Like, it's not a mystery to us why you said the bun, but that's not a topping. Yeah, I mean, well, I agree with you. 
Okay. But anyway, it was a good day yesterday. I had, I had a nice day yesterday, and then I still ended up being a mean old daddy today. So I got to figure out. I got to figure out how to turn it around over the next two weeks. I'll tell you, I just every time I order a blue cheeseburger, I'm never happy with it. I always think I am. I like blue cheese. I'm down with it. And then I get a burger with it. I'm just like, I don't know. There's something like the. Ooh, I think the funk on the funk is what what you need. Like that, I like yeah, it. I don't know. I'd rather have some barbecue sauce. Does it smell too much like that trampoline? What did you say that smelled like, Rob? <laughs> mulch. Like mulch. Mulch. Yeah, mulch. <laughs> Or like, or like soy burger. sauce it smells bad. like blue cheese or oh. You guys know what I'm talking about. What? Oh, no. What? No, somebody's in this call and it just says iPhone. That is uh, what, what do you guys think? Manny. What do you guys think is the, the most important topping for a burger? If you could only have one burger topping for the rest of your life, and Aaron, that doesn't include the burger or the bun, what would you guys pick as your lone topping? I'd go with cheese yeah, first, you gotta and go then cheese. bacon, closely followed by bacon. Yeah. They're interchangeable. I really, you know, I like something spicy. I like a pepper on there. I think a pepper is good. What about you, Russell? What do you love? I, I'm with Matt. I think bacon's the way to go. Yeah, I just it's, it's meat on meat. It makes no sense. It does. If it's only one, only one topping, I got to say mayonnaise. Like that's it. If it's only one, only oh one God, single topping, it's got to be mayo. I got to say mayonnaise. This is the. I really try, Aaron. I really try not to make fun of you. I do. I started today and I was like, I'm going to be nice to Aaron. I feel bad about how I'm treating him lately. I really feel bad. Oh, excuse me. Can you put some mayonnaise on a burger? No, get the fuck out of here. Oh, also, uh, can I have a bun? Yeah, it's a burger. What is- All right, rolling going, man. How's it going with you? Uh, good, good. I'm going to keep it on the food uh, topic. I Oh, no, mine is too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We should just do a food podcast. It's what we want to oh, talk yeah. about. I, I, I know we've talked about it a number of times, but going out to eat and or just have a beer by yourself, right? Oh, um, vacation I right did there. it again tonight. Yeah. I was driving home and I'm like, oh, what am I going to have for dinner? The kids are asleep. All this stuff had rough tonight. So like all I want is some pizza luce. So I stopped at oh, pizza luce oh. and I was about to call. I was about to call him up Jeez. and say, you know, hey, let me get the that is driving from Rosemount. Yeah. Beautiful Rosemount. I want a pizza. Wonderful city. I want Wonderful what do you city. want on the pizza? I want some crust, some sauce, and some cheese. Those are my favorite pizza <laughs> toppings. That's what I really love. It's some butter on yeah. top of that. Yeah. Some weird thing. But so then I thought, you know, my good buddy Rosie has has got some great ideas sometimes. And I thought, you know, if I just somehow pretend like I, you know, mm-hmm. didn't call ahead, I just walk in there and order, I'm gonna have to take 15 minutes of my time, right? Brilliant. Mm-hmm. That's there's it. A couple That's of fo- how it works. There's a couple of football games on and, and, and the T-Wolves. Well, I'll, while I'm sitting here, I'm, I'm going to have to have a beer, right? Yes. And, yeah, you, you know, it's the perfect amount of time. If you order a pizza, get a pint of beer, you could drink that beer while you're waiting for the pizza, and it's the perfect, like, 15 to 20-minute break from all of your worries Brilliant. sitting at that bar. Brilliant. And then, you know what? You're not one of those loser guys who's just sitting there drinking like 16 Coors Lights with a couple what? shots of Jameson. What? <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, because you have an excuse while you're sitting there drinking alone, right? Yeah. So you're I mean, just, like, just in there. you got to have an excuse to not be drinking alone, right? Oh, so I've got a pizza on the way. That's why I've been sitting there with the 16 <laughs> Jamesons. Yeah. Oh, did I forget to order my pizza? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. You got to kill them and leave like James Brown yeah. says. So Matt, I think I'm, I'm, so I'm, slow, I'm slowly coming around to this uh, concept of either having a meal by yourself or just having a beer by yourself or just doing anything by yourself, right? And so this is my slow mm-hmm. turn yeah. into becoming an alcoholic that's sitting in the corner of the bar by myself for four hours. But I still have an excuse now before we actually get to that. I think that's what we call in the business an FYF. 
Fuck your family. You do not need to be hanging out with your family <laughs> oh, no. every night. They are fine. Aaron, you say it with me, Aaron. Fuck your family. <laughs> no, Just no. go get a beer by yourself. It is cool. Everybody loves it. And guess what? When you come home, you're a better dad. It's great. It is okay? important it's to awesome. do things by yourself. It's kind of like going to Vegas. When you go to Vegas for a couple days, yes. you come home. Your family. Yeah. I, I come back from Vegas all the time, and I'm always like, I'm so tired. I'm so worn down. <laughs> I don't have time to deal with you. Can we just order dinner? They're like, what did you do on your vacation? I'm like, I was so busy. And also, by the way, you're all going to community college for the first two years. I'm sorry. Okay? Now, wait, I, I thought no, for sure that Parley was going to be. Rob, I know you're playing a character on this podcast, but I will have to say, true. I have witnessed Rob ordering dinner for his family in New York while yeah, he's in Las true. Vegas. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Fucking incompetent. Stuff. Rob taking a break from a hot run at the table to say, you know what? If I yeah. don't order this pizza, my children will not eat tonight. And he yeah. does I it. He t- I think last time we were there, he took a break from dancing with a ping pong coach. At the King's <laughs> Carter. Oh, you know what, though? Rob She's actually is a not- badminton coach. Oh, badminton. <laughs> I do have bad a question. Coach, we do a yeah. Vegas trip every year. Do you guys ever tell people less about what we do in Vegas because you don't want to sound too boring? Like you oh. don't want people to know yeah. that all you do is sit there and oh, gamble no, on sports no, 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 or no, not? No, yeah. no. I, I, I live it up. I, you know, we... Everybody might have one change of clothes, right? I talk about our yeah. good friend Joe from Woodbury all the time because they say, well, what do you do out there? I say, well, I like to go eat all-you-can-eat crab legs, right? Yeah. But I got my good friend Joe from Woodbury mm-hmm. who that, that $50 buffet or whatever, that's the last thing he's going to do because that means that's $45 that he doesn't have to spend on right. Eastern <laughs> Tennessee playing Acorn State, you know, on some some basketball game, uh, you know, at 1130 in the morning on a Saturday, right? Yeah. And so. Yeah, I said no. It's our. I'm not gonna lie, guys. Our Vegas trips are awesome because everybody can do whatever the hell they want. Yeah, you eat whatever you want. Yeah, we don't go to we don't go clubbing and trying to pick up chicks, which sounds just horrible to try to like dress up. And it's and not go. because we go dancing and we just dance with each other the whole time. Okay, it's definitely not Aaron and I dancing together <laughs> and then wrestling. And literally, women come and try to talk to some of us, and we butt them out. We we, we put them in a roller rink of our own, where we make them go stand by the arcade all day, and spend the twenty dollars they're supposed to rent roller skates with on arcade days. Get out of here! I I do think we do get a lot of street cred from the women in Vegas, though. When all you idiots wear the Johnny Manziel jerseys that yeah. down there, that's a real smooth move when you yeah. guys do that. I think they love that. White and I liked belts. it too when we went out. Uh, those brothels are legal, and we went all got out and got prostitutes. Oh my god, that was so awesome. When we did that. that was that was awesome. That was awesome. Yeah. We, I love that. And especially Aaron. Got Remember through. how tall that one chick was, Rob? That you were that with that one? She's like 6'10". Guys, you know that's my dream. A tall woman or somebody who could wrestle me to the ground with their pure physical strength. Oh, my Aaron, wife. Aaron or, bachelor, or bachelorette parties. Aaron got a limo to take us to the bunny ranch and we ended up at the fucking zoo. It was a nightmare. <laughs> Can you imagine Is there getting a, zoo a in Las Vegas? Really, that sounds fun. Think about, so, so obviously we're joking about the brothel thing. Are we? But the, here's the thing is that think about taking a limo out to the brothel. Like you, would you ask the limo driver to stay there? And then like, when you come back out, like five minutes later, you'd be like, oh. keep it running. Yeah. Yeah. It, keep was, it, running. Really, it was awesome actually. And, and they and paid me. <laughs> like it was, a, it was a reverse brothel. They, it's, it's a brothel now. It's actually for me. And they said, I'm really good. <laughs> and you got to prepay that driver, right? Like you can't go oh, in yeah. there and, and rely on paying that driver with the cash you got left. Right. Cause every, every dollar is yeah. getting drained from you. Yeah. You just come out with a bunch of like dental dams, like you're pulling dental <laughs> dams out of your underwear. Yeah, you're like, yeah, I don't even know where yeah, these come from. More benign. 
so yeah, I will say somebody asked me once about Vegas. Uh, oh, do you guys go see a show? And I laughed out loud. I couldn't even help right. myself. I laughed because the idea of us someday like, we're going to do it. We're going to see Celine someday. <laughs> no, we are not. Before no. I die, we're going to. I'm one no. of you guys is going to go with me to see Celine. Russell will do it. I know he will. Girl, are you going to come see me in Las Vegas? <laughs> that he's not on the show in Vegas. <laughs> He's the one who's not. There's only three boys a man. It's ridiculous. Uh, Russell, rolling going. How's it going with you? Rolling going. Last time I told you guys I went to Nashville, I had a bunch of fun experiences, but I didn't get to tell you about all the music experiences I had. So I had to, I had to fill you guys in and, oh, yeah, and give you guys some, some Nashville tips when it comes to music. Is that all right? Please. Yeah, it's a, music, it's a music podcast. So the first thing I noticed, this was the first time where I'd ever seen music where you tip via Venmo. You don't, sometimes you oh, can throw cash in the can, yeah, but they yeah. all have, the scanner up there so you can go up, scan your phone, and you get their Venmo, and you can send them a tip for a song. I thought that was really cool, wasn't it? I like pretty good, yeah. yeah. You can also yeah, request smart. money from them. You, a lot of people don't realize that, but you can push request and request money and be like, not that great. Didn't like it. Request. <laughs> I kept putting in the Beck did it better and hitting request $100, and I got no one to fight. The official Beck did it like better Venmo Barry account. from Burnsville would do. But one thing I wanted to ask you guys is let's say you go and you're in Nashville and you want to hear a certain song. You really want to hear Stevie Wonder. You really want to hear something. What is the right amount of money to tip to get someone to play a song? Is there a cover at the show? No cover at the show. I have no idea. I'll go 20 bucks. I'll go five 20, bucks. Minimum 20, right? No, 20, I was gonna 20 say, bucks. Yeah. How many? Yeah, because how many people are in the band? Five bucks. There's like five people in the band maximum. You're going to go more than that. You guys got to remember that Rob's the guy who. Just, you know, he'll put it, he'll put it on his credit card and just pull it back. So he really <laughs> can't take He'll do the Venmo you know. and then dispute the Venmo. That yeah, was a scam. Really I got scammed. I was smart for doing that. You guys are terrible. So, so I think, I think it really depends on how you're tipping because I think if you're tipping with cash, you can go up with like five ones and toss it in there and make it look like it's a little more than you are. But oh, okay, if right, you're yeah. tipping on Venmo and you send a $5 tip, they see it and they're going to be like, fuck that. I'm not, I'm not playing Stevie Wonder. It's only five bucks, right? I think so. Especially I mean, so Stevie what, wanted. so what happened? Did you, did you request a song? Yeah. I did. I made some requests. You want to hear what I requested? Did they play me so horny? Yeah. Which ones were successful? The did first request song I requested for 20 bucks. I, re- I went and I was like, well, these are kind of these honky tonk bands. Yep. 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 Rob, you don't even want to hop know what, what smelled like mulch after I played oh, this no. song. Or after <laughs> <requesting> this. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I bought my wife instead of a pepper shaker, I bought a rump shaker. Now everything smells like mulch. <laughs> but I was trying to think like what band that we've listened to so far kind of has a honky tonk feel that would be kind of in line with what a lot of these people are singing. And the one band I thought of was the band. I picked the band oh, and I requested I like a song by the band, but wow. they didn't know Cripple Creek, but they played The Weight and it crushed. It was really oh, the good. The Weight okay. is so good. That's a good choice in Nashville too. That's that's They, they probably respect that. I like that. <laughs> this is a $50 song for sure. I also, there was a band that had, was an all woman band. I was like, this is badass. They were up there where they were killing it. There was Joan Jett, all sorts of good things playing. I was like, I'm going to request Alanis. We just listened to Alanis. They so said, no dice. We don't play Alanis. Shot oh, it down. What? Did they refund your Venmo? Uh, yeah, they do not refund Venmos in, in <laughs> Nashville. When you send ask, request songs that they're not going to play or when you request a song and then their set is up like 30 seconds later and they're done. They do not refund your Venmo. That's why you got to hit that request button. It's great. But the uh, the other interesting thing was 
there was a couple fiddle players. And as you guys know, we've done the list of the greatest fiddle songs ever. So I immediately go and I'm pulling up my list that, that we did on the, on the podcast months and months ago. And I'm like, I need to request um, this Garth Brooks song or whatever the other ones we requested. And the fiddle players were fantastic. There was one that I saw at two different bars. She kind of moonlights with different bands and just shows up and kills it. But there were actually a few songs that you have to pay a minimum of a hundred bucks to hear. Can you guys oh. guess what the $100 songs are? They will not play it. Devil Went Down to Georgia. Devil Went yeah. Down to Georgia was one of them. They will not pay it unless, or play it unless you give them 100 bucks. Well, is Colin Baton Rouge one of them, too, for by Garth Brooks? No, nope, that was got not this one. Down. Uh, oh, one, of uh, them was not a, one of them was not a fiddle song. Ring of Fire, Johnny Cash? Nope. <laughs> Rob, I'll give you one more guess. Is it this one? Is it this? Oh. <laughs> this is a song on an album. <laughs> Pickle juice drinking. Yeah. <laughs> Gristle eating. One of the songs you have, they will not play unless you give them a hundred bucks. Freebird. They don't play Freebird oh, in Nashville. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, unless yeah, yeah. you fork out a hundred bucks. Right. Just a long uh, ass song one, too that I thought I was going to get a play because I was looking for the best fiddle songs and Shania Twain was on my list. Ooh, I requested Shania. Stupid. They said they do not play Shania in Nashville unless you tip a hundred dollars. What? A hundred dollars. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That makes That's me crazy. Crazy. I mean, any man of mine or is many. there another Shania song? It'd be any man, right? There's a couple of them. I'd, I'd have to go back and look and see on oh, my yeah. Venmo, which one I requested that they didn't. But play. for as popular as she is with like the, let's just say, the female crowd that's a little older than us, right? Don't do I mean, it. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> We're talking about Milt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Milt love Shania Twain. Rob, do you know how old we are? Women older than us are like... Oh, <laughs> so you want MILFs that are younger than us? Dis- I'm gross. just saying like... Yeah, you Matt want said, young MILFs? That's sick. Matt, I don't like Matt that. Said, I mean, women older than us and like, yeah, yeah. that's getting into like grandma and They're territory. all cougars that's at this how point, right? Yes. Like, well, what's the age nice. for cougar? You know, What's you put on some age? Shania Twain, you try to repair the washing machine. I, it's a perfect Wednesday. I think it's great. <laughs> Honey, I'm stuck in the washing machine. What smells like mulch? <laughs> it's getting stronger and stronger. I think, is this Russell's rolling going? Why are you no, putting a trampoline behind me? Sh- Why are you putting a trampoline right behind me? That doesn't make any sense. One of those little exercise ones. The, the other thing I wanted to share, I thought there were five <laughs> songs that kill the most. <laughs> Out of any songs in Nashville, there there are five honky tonk songs that when these songs get played, the crowd goes ape shit. Everyone is into it. You guys want me to share those songs with you? I, honky yes, tonk, I need to know. Honky tonk woman. I need to know. Honky tonk woman not on there. The first no. one is Family Tradition. Hank Williams Jr. Hey, when they do Family Tradition, do we drink. People why lose their shit over you that roll song. smoke. Yeah, I feel that. Why must you live out the songs that you wrote? I'm, I'm done now. Go ahead. Next one on the list. We talked about her last week. Dolly Parton, Jolene. When they play yeah. Jolene, yeah. Burn the, the Mills, the Cougars, whatever down. you want to call them, Matt. I know Jolene, your age Jolene. changes. I don't know if Mills stay the same or not, but they love Jolene. That song absolutely crushes in Nashville. <laughs> what I love about the Mills. I get older, they stay the same age. <laughs> that actually, guys, we need to pull it back a little bit. Come on. You guys are disrespectful. See that? That's actually true. I don't know. I think that's, I mean. Mills, I'm sensitive if you want to come sit on my face <laughs> on a trampoline. Next song that absolutely crushed it. I think this is Johnny Paycheck. Take, Take this, this job, job and shove it. Shove it. When, when yeah. they play yeah. that, yeah. Yeah. Bar, people love it. Love that one. 
Another one. I don't know if we've ever covered this guy before. Stevie Ray Vaughan, Pride and Joy. Pride and Joy in a Humpty Talk kills it. She's my little thing. She's my pride and joy. But you got to have a real guitar player to play that one. I mean, I guess in Nashville, that's what you got. Yeah. And then the last one, Aaron probably wouldn't approve of this because he likes grilled chicken, but it was Zach Brown Band, Fried Chicken. Oh, hey. Absolutely. That song has been on a hundred playlists that I've made. I love that song. I I unabashedly, unironically love that song. Even even the weird military snare third verse. I'm in for it. I love that one. The ones that give their lives. That was my music experience. I, I want to point out again that Russell, I think when we started this podcast, Russell literally knew nothing about music. And now he's got like lists upon lists that he can go request. He's like a, now the musical expert. Russell, I'm so proud to see all the growth that we've made. I mean, I think all of us have, we've, we've gotten more mature. Uh, we're kind of like, we're kind of like mind milfs if you think about it. You know what I mean? Like we're we're stronger up here. We're getting older and stronger. Mind milfs. There, there was talk, a compilation. Band, there was a band with a saxophone player, and I pulled out my list and I showed him the list on my phone. Oh, I was God. like, "You pick whatever one you want." He didn't know a fucking one of them. I was like, no. "You're you're junk, man. You're oh, trash." You know, wait, not even Baker Street? Didn't know it. Come on, oh, come on, get out of here. Get out. You of know there. any of the Rolling Stones ones on there? Nothing. He didn't know it. And I remember songs from that list too. I just don't want to say any right now, but I think that's, you know, it's ridiculous that he wouldn't know that. Rob Roland going, how's it going with you? I'll tell you what. So the other day I did a weightlifting meet. I did a powerlifting meet. Uh, And you guys know that I am now buying underwear based on what uh, gay men review on Amazon. Okay. I am only buying underwear that gay men review highly on Amazon because I realize if you want your pathetic. Does it have Matt's picture on them or not? I was (laughs) going to say, but hold on, hold on. How do you, how do you know that they're gay men reviewing them? Do they uh, say, I am a gay man that's reviewing this? Yes. Actually, yes. That's exactly. <laughs> because what you do is you go on Amazon and you go uh, search bulge. And if they are talking about the word bulge over and over and over, you have hit the jackpot. You are looking at the right underwear. Because I was like, how do I make, you know, and, and you know what it's like, guys. You get old man. Like, a penis to start with, never going to be one of the most beautiful things ever. Like, nobody's ever looked at a penis and been like, oh, that's gorgeous. I love it. It's 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 more it's terrible. It's more. Uh, see now, Rob, that's because you didn't see form. the snow penis that was built outside of Kildall Hall in the summer of <laughs> or the winter of two thousand. I have never seen a more beautiful penis than the snow penis that a few of our compatriots built out of the snow in Saint at Saint Louis. It was like nine feet tall. It was so impressive. It had like a beautiful head on the thing just like perfectly my penis would look like that in about march when a bunch of dirt got on it too you know and it's like there's like (laughs) dirt and like pine needles on there for some reason it's like why there there's there's pine needles way up the shaft like higher than you'd think like it's true the snow did get really ugly by march yeah you're totally right about that's exactly what mine would look like it's just like that very gray um and so i was wearing so now now normally at powerlifting means they check what kind of underwear you wear because they want to make sure that you're not wearing underwear that's going to help you lift well so i've always worn tidy whiteies because that's the rule i have one pair of tidy whiteies i just wear it for the meads but i made the big mistake of wearing my wait, wait you, you only have one pair. How many pee stains are on the one pair at this point? You must have, like, you got to be able to. Oh, I only wear them. I only pair. wear them like twice a year, but yeah, they're yeah, covered they're, they're, in piss. I mean, by the end of a meet, <laughs> forget about it. There's so many layers you're trying to peel down. You know, I got something going on. With, I don't know what's going on. There's something weird, but that's why I wear the fanny pack. And then I'm trying to check, like, as if I piss my pants, but my stomach's so big that I got to like look over and pull it out. You know what I mean? When you got like, it's like, oh. And then how do you do that in a bathroom without looking like you're really going to town? It doesn't make any sense. Another thing I learned in Vegas, big fat guys should not wear fancy belt buckles. It just looks terrible. The oh, gut totally. hangs over the fancy <laughs> belt buckle, yeah. especially if you're a lead singer. 
that lead singer can't do the fancy belt buckle. It's yeah, a bad I, move. I agree. Is it Nashville you saw this? That's yep. where you saw it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, uh, so then it turns out that when I am doing a powerlifting meet, I am wearing spandex. Okay. And it turns out spandex highlights everything, including if you're wearing underwear that highlights your bulge. So I now have picture. And by the way, this is a national meet. So there are pictures like on the national powerlifting thing of me deadlifting. Okay. And when you deadlift, the bar starts at the bottom and you pull it up. And if you guys want to see where the bar comes up to, I'll just show you right here. We're going to let a bulge in the, oh, whoa, Rob's one kind of like oh, 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 I'm just oh, wearing my boxers. Oh, I'm just wearing my hell? boxers. <laughs> guys, I got to be, I got to be cool. I got to be agile for this. So Rob's in, not wearing any pants. In every picture of Rob mine, loves Kanye. It looks like I'm rolling out dough when I'm pulling the bar up. And it just makes my teeny penis and big balls just go up higher and stick out. It really is terrible. So every picture of me, and then I have to like show people at work and like show kids in my classroom, like, oh, here's a deadlift. And nobody says like, oh, wow, your balls are really sticking out far when you do that. It's absolutely humiliating. I, I know this dominates your Facebook, but I don't know if people are as into your lift pictures as you may be. Oh, no. Or I your know. own penis. Listen, I absolutely love... <laughs> My penis. What? Like, I wouldn't trade it yes. for anyone else's yes, penis. Rosie, this is the but, one I'm here for. <laughs> you but, wouldn't trade it. No, I wouldn't trade it. I'm very happy with it. It's been with me for my whole life. I've always never thought, would, Rosie. I would never trade it. I've always thought you have the biggest penis on the podcast, Rosie. And I was actually going to bring it up and take a vote <laughs> of who it is. But now we all know. If you like it, I know it's yours. Although I think Matt might be a hidden. But I think Matt's, no, Matt's the dark. Yeah, Matt's no the secret dark horse in this one. Nope. But nope. no one I know Richfield thinks water. about their own penis. <laughs> No one I know thinks about their own penis as much as Rob does. Like no one actually thinks about it as much as Rob does. It's what? it's it's impressive. Like you spend so much time thinking about it, and it's 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 a it beautiful evolved. relationship to watch the yeah. two of you go through life together. Oh, it's wild. My I don't know. It's it, uh, what what do you think about then? Like what? Like when you look in the mirror and you're just in your underwear, you're like, oh, there's my side of my body. Or I don't have a full length mirror. I just like, like mm. I don't, I don't see myself in my underwear. I usually think I spent way too much money on belt buckles at that stupid <laughs> store. <laughs> Great. Now I'm just thinking about Aaron's penis. Well, you got me switched up here. Now I'm thinking about yours. So it's still the switcheroo. It's a switch so I love up. it. It's a switch up. To the album robbers. They're more. <laughs> oh, is this a bigger podcast? You just want to tell us about There's the not. It's just another thing of me powerlifting and humiliating myself. If I'm not pissing myself, my penis is hanging out. It's a nightmare. <laughs> Well, you are the world champion. Yeah, you're a record holder, man. You know, you're a record holder. Yeah, oh, and every picture of me has my dawn. And if it was big, it would be better, but it's... Let's talk about the album. There's there's photographers that can fix that for you. I can't believe Aaron wouldn't (laughs) trade for someone for even one day. Aaron wouldn't trade for one day. I feel really jealous right now. So jealous. (laughs) Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Well, I mean, love the one you're with, man. That's all it is. If you had to compare it to a household item, Aaron, what would you compare it to? Because, like, for me, it would be like one of those salt shakers you see at a restaurant. <laughs> Actually, pepper. The color is closer to pepper. So it, uh, I would compare it to my favorite chef's knife because I use it every day. Oh, my God, a chef's knife. <laughs> I got a new petty knife <laughs> that I really like. But I'd still, I would, I'd stick with my favorite chef's knife, my Mac. <gasps> oh, my God. Which is, like, five knife. times longer than my actual penis. But, I mean, it's just like, you know, it's like something you use every day. I'd be lucky to have a paring knife. That is, I was I'm so of, jealous. I was, I was kind of more thinking of a corkscrew, but not like the big wing oh, corkscrew, like mm. the cheap corkscrew where you got to take up the mm-hmm. piece apart and put it in there and it's yeah. got the little screw. That's a bone of contention in my house right now because I would like a new corkscrew. My wife thinks all of our corkscrews oh, are working yeah. fine, but like, I'm, I'm the, I like, I want a new wine key and she's like, no, they're fine. But I'm like, no, like they're actually wearing out because mm-hmm. we use them multiple times. Lo- a day. Love the wine key you're with, Rosie. Just love the wine key you're with. <laughs> She probably is, 
She probably is getting you one for the holidays, Aaron. She doesn't want to tell you about it. I'm if I was going to... If I was going to compare my penis to something that I use around the house, it would probably be like, you know, those little oyster forks, like the little. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have one of those. We are I going wasn't to- talking about size. I was talking about utility. And yeah, right. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> you know, utility. Color. You just use it all the time. See, you're always thinking like about my it. fondness for the implement. Let's talk about Kanye West. And mine's like an oyster fork because I use it about as much as I use an oyster fork around my house. <laughs> Twice a year. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> and when I cut them open, sometimes there's crabs inside. Once uh, like listen, and once we are talking oyster. about the college dropout. <laughs> Uh, and, and so three things about this album. So Kanye, this is Kanye's debut album. Uh, he was a producer for Jay-Z for a long time and he was trying to get signed anywhere. Like he, he was trying to find somebody to give him a record deal, which in retrospect, like this whole album in retrospect is insane to listen to because he's always like, Oh, nobody would hire me. Nobody would do this. But as a rapper though. Right. Right. Yeah. Not, not because he could, he could clearly write and he could clearly come up with a tune but he wanted to be the guy out front, be the rapper. Yeah. He was already producing. He was already producing for Jay and Scarface and plenty of people. Yeah. But to think back that a record company would get Kanye as a rapper and be like, ah, no, I think we're going to pass on that. Like you must just go home and you just scream into your pillow after that. Like it'd be terrible. So he actually, he signed with Jay-Z's Rockefeller record, as we've talked about before. And when this album came out, his debut album, it debuted, it came out. At number two on the charts, right off the yeah. bat, just hit number two right away. Was uh, nominated, so this came out. It was nominated for album of the year, and it won rap album of the year. And it's known for not only popularizing chipmunk rap, as we heard Russell's take on it earlier, but also print, uh, being big for conscience rap. Is that how you say it? Because I want to say conscientious rap, but the, the Wikipedia says conscience rap, where he's talking about like actual, like doing the right I mean, thing. I mean, yeah, he's like making his thoughts I in don't college know, and that, stuff. It, yeah. Yeah, like he's he's kind of making overtures toward that, but it's hard it's hard now to to think about this in 2004 terms, right? Because now we know who Kanye is, and now I'm only listening to it for the parts where he shows you who he really is. Because when he talks about, you know, I woke up today, uh, I think I can't remember which track it's on. We'll hear it, but where he's like, I woke up with a new state of mind, you know, a creative way to rhyme without using nines and guns. It's like now he's like taking shots at guys who talk about nines and guns, and it turns out like. He's also a shithead. So I don't know. Like, yeah, he was talking about backpack conscious rap, but but uh, I think he was just trying to sell it. Or, or do you think that's just a reflection of people wanting to go against gangster rap? Like saying like, oh, yeah, this is oh, a whole sure. different yeah, kind. People, like, yeah, because this but, in 2004, this is like, this is right after 50 Cent was like controlling the game. And yeah. so this was, you know, and, and Jay was rapping about the same stuff 50 was, but Jay wasn't as hard as 50. So Rockefeller said, oh, like, if we use Kanye and, now, we Kanye, can like go back yeah, against Kanye. Is not a gangster, right? I mean, no, his mom's a college no. professor, you know, and he's yeah. he's smart as hell, and you know things like that. So he's, I mean, he's just not a gangster. So, you can't be a gangster rapper no. if you're not a gangster. Let's play this first song because I think this is a great do example. It. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Just how unbelievably it. this album is. So this is this. I love this idea. This is we don't care, and I love this album. I will say right now, like I it, yeah. playing this album today, I would listen to this album anytime, and I have many times in my life. Listen to the lyrics here. And he is rapping about Chicago, yeah. which a lot of people weren't in the mainstream at the time. But here's why Kanye's a fucking genius, right? Is that every single rapper is saying, listen, you didn't think we were going to make it. I'm dealing drugs on the street. Everybody thinks we're going to die. You know, society's against us. The white man is supplying us with drugs and buying us our drugs and or buying drugs from us and putting us in jail for drugs. Um, but what Kanye does, and this is the genius of it, is that he then has kids 
sing the lyrics to this song. Oh, it's yeah. so much more powerful. I mean, listen to this. Listen to kids saying it. I mean, I agree. I'm a sucker for that. Yeah, I'm a sucker for that. It, it, it's so fucked up to hear actual young kids singing like, oh, we're not supposed to make it until we're 25. They're not 25. Like, that's when I'm talking in class about, like, ethical issues with students, I always say, what would you do for your kid, right? Because it's so different when we talk about it, like, think of all the stuff you've done, okay? And Aaron is pointing to all the pictures of feet he has in the background, you, okay? Uh, and, and, and now he's Aaron, sniffing Aaron, him. Uh, Aaron, I like that. you remember that one night in Vegas. Yeah. Think about what you did that night. <laughs> you would be mortified. <laughs> night. I would be mortified I, if dude, my kids I, were I doing I ate Shake Shack stuff. three times in one night. I told you guys that last week. <laughs> I would be mortified, mortified if kids did mortified. what I did growing up and I didn't really do bad stuff, but like, but, but when you think about kids doing it, it's like, it's, it's terrible. Like if my daughter had this podcast and was talking about MILFs on trampoline, I'd be furious. It'd be terrible. <laughs> Thanks guys. This is a great podcast. I mean, I know I'm thinking of that. So that's an, I mean, like I'm trying to think of like when your daughter makes a podcast, is she going to be talking about MILFs on trampolines? I'm thinking probably not. Would but again, you still- if you, Rob, would you if that happened? If she did think about that, those things, and have a podcast about it, would you still throw her a party on her graduation day? I, I definitely, definitely would. What the fuck oh. was that? Oh, you know what? I'm skipping all the skits. Kanye, I'm skipping all the skits. Um, all falls down. You listen to this, and I can't recall if. Lauren Hill was supposed to be on this track or might have recorded some vocals for this one and then they didn't make it, but uh, definitely Selena Johnson is is intended to sound like Ms. Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill's got a writing credit on this one, I know. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They sampled it and then gave her writing credit. Right. Because so this, this would have been from her Unplugged, right? I think she did it in her Unplugged album and then maybe, the, I think they had to re-record the vocals. This song got all the way up to number seven on the Hot 100 and was actually nominated for Best Rap Song Collaboration at the Grammys. And it's all about his consumerism. And a lot of this album is actually about him. He's like, I can't believe I bought this. I can't believe I bought that. Like, what, what am I thinking? I, the other day, looked at our Amazon. This was before the holiday started. I looked at our Amazon receipts. One month, we averaged one purchase a day from Amazon. What is your guys' relationship with Amazon? Aaron, what's your relationship with Amazon? It's got to be a twisted, tortured one, knowing you. I avoid it at all costs. I avoid it when I can. We, we both in our house, like if, if we have to buy from Amazon, we both kind of look at each other like, I got to buy this from Amazon, but I buy local as often as I can. Or we try to buy direct from whoever is selling and then it ends up getting shipped via Amazon. But yeah, I think Amazon's pretty much the fucking worst. Can I tell you how mad I am at you, by the way, Aaron? Because you've turned me off to almond milk now because you're talking about how bad it is for the environment. Oh, no. right. <laughs> I'm done with almond milk. So I switched to lactose free milk the other day. Hey, it the, doesn't here's help, the, Aaron. It doesn't help. It was a disaster. The bigger problem, though, the bigger problem is that we have not, as a, and you can edit this out, the bigger problem is that we've not, as a collective, it's a collective action dilemma. Like, we all think that we need to make our individual choices. And You're the right. problem is that there's been a systemic issue that allows Amazon to exploit labor, to destroy the environment with their server farms, all that stuff. And then I think that, it, well, if I don't buy from Amazon, it's making a difference. And it doesn't. But yeah. I still try. It's the idea of a carbon footprint, right? The carbon footprint, the term was invented by an oil company because they want you to think it's you doing it and not some fucking Exxon. (laughs) Not the whole fucking company. company. Hey, Matt, if if Rob and Aaron keep this discussion up, you can fly away and I'll fly away. (laughs) I'll just take a nap. Most recorded gospel song in history right here. 
Every gospel artist has done this one. Like, this feels... Are there other hip-hop artists that will throw something random like this in an album? Maybe there are here, but, like, this feels like just Kanye. It's, it's such a wrinkle. It's so enjoyable. I agree. I think at the time it wasn't common and what, what was... Uh, cool about it like is that Alcast I think does it all the time. But yeah, many go. of the guys, many of these guys would have grown up with it, but they didn't think to cross over and let it, you know, bleed over into their popular work. Spaceship, spaceship. So good. This was one of my favorite songs on the album. How about you guys? Yeah, the baseline on this one is so cool. And that little kind of blockageville type sound. I mean, he's making really cool sounds on this one. His thing about his thing about uh, saying if the managers mean to one more, he's gonna like fuck him up. I could relate to that so hard. I had one real job before I started teaching, just one, <laughs> and it was and I and I always tell people I'm like, oh yeah, I worked at Starbucks. I worked at Starbucks for like three months, like max. Like I because as soon that. as as soon as the summer came, they were like, okay, you're gonna work in the summer, and I was like, oh, <laughs> uh, no, I quit. Goodbye. <laughs> I don't work in the summers. Thank you very much. Um, but the manager once said something to me in front of a customer. And after the customer left, I turned around and I said, if you ever say something like that, I'm going to quit right now. I said, don't ever talk to me like that. Have you guys ever had a job where you had to like deal with a manager? Russell, you were selling shoes or whatever. Did you have a, a jerk manager where they not care anything? weren't selling those laces. No, I just, it, I just, it, I made it clear. I'm not selling laces and I'm not selling socks. And if they're not happy about it, they can keep their $6 an hour and I'll, <laughs> I'll find employment elsewhere. Do you still have the referee shirt, by the way? Could you wear that some podcast episode? <laughs> we didn't have to wear a referee shirt at Famous Footwear. We wore khakis oh. and, and a long sleeve blue button up. Did you show up the first day with a referee shirt on? You're like, oh, that's right. Famous Footwear. It's not Foot Locker. Shit. And I bad. already had it from when I was a shitty soccer referee. So I thought I'd <laughs> saved a bunch of money. And then I was like, nope, I got to go buy a button up. But I'll say, I'll say about this song. This is the, and I, you know, I mean, Kanye now is on a different, you know, plane of existence. But this is one of the really interesting things about Kanye is the intro to this song says this spaceship is like a slave ship. So that word obviously immediately says like, Hey, white people, I am not talking to you. I, this is not, this song is not for you. You can go ahead and buy the album if you want, but this song's not for you. But, and, and much of this album really is not intended for us. Like all of the secret messages, all of the references are not for us, but we can all relate to like, having a boss you want to tell the fuck off. And like, that's whole, that's the whole thing. I mean, I think we talked about it with Lauren Hill too, that they were able to make something that was for a particular audience, but they still could sell records because it was so relatable to everyone. And like, that's not easy to do. And it was a trick that he pulled more than once. And it's really impressive. I mean, just do you think the, do you think the red shirts that could ever want to tell the guy who doesn't buy the link shirts for the store to fuck off Aaron or not? <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that's their number one concern. If I have I to have one happened. more customer come up and complain about there's no link shirts in here, I'm going to quit. <laughs> I think I want to buy a dozen Bobby brain, Bobby Heenan weasels. And you only have 10 out. Can I need a disaster? <laughs> Can you get in the back and see if you got some more? I read this. Does this sample Marvin Gaye, a song called distant lover? Is that right? Does it really? I think so. Well, oh, Aaron, I like what's, that. What's a distant lover? Is that someone who's got a big kitchen tool that can distant stay further lover. away? <laughs> it's <laughs> slightly less like malt than before. <laughs> uh, I think um, I, I, I think a distant lover. Didn't Aaron? You, didn't you experience that when you're on a road trip down to Kansas City with some guy to to make up with his girlfriend? <laughs> Man, we tried. So, we. That's the thing about guys, right? My wife is constantly surprised by how slimy guys are. She's always like, I can't believe oh. you guys are so slimy. And I'm like, every guy knows a guy who drove across like three states on a, like a 10% chance they're going to get laid. Like, it's like the Kevin Bacon. It game. was less than, it was less than 10. 
And Aaron sorry, went Jeff, with just for listening. fun. I did. I was moral support, man. Also, I was mad because I didn't get into the choir. I was like, I'm so mad I didn't get in the only choir. I'm going to take some caffeine pills and drive to Missouri to see if I can get Jeff's girlfriend back. Oh, so good. So it's like it's like a limo out to the brothel, right? He goes and comes back out right away. And you're like, so we just uh, going eight hours back? But it it probably is like that, right? Because like you probably were if it was an eight hour trip, you probably got one hour into that trip, Rosie. And you're like, oh, God, yeah, this is going to be a long trip, right? Yeah, for sure. And yeah. Uh, yeah, but I did it. It was nine hours both ways driving. So were you happy when he failed though, and you had to turn around and come back? Like, were you hoping it would have worked? That you would have hung out in Missouri for three days, or what were you? I, what were I, you thinking? I, I well, I wasn't obviously thinking very well, but I would absolutely at that point have hung out in Missouri for three days. Like, yeah, for sure, man. Like, I will hang out here. You can, you know, yeah. I'll just keep eating McDonald's and like hanging out with your at your mom's house or whatever. No, once I got there, I would have happily stayed in Jefferson City, but. It didn't work out that way. So we turned around and drove it straight back. I brought you all these Gatorades you wanted. You know, it works out. He just needs like so many Gatorades. He's so, it's coming a lot. All right. Jesus walks. Jesus walks. Is this the biggest commercial hit on this one or not? I think through the wire. What do you think? This is the one I know. I got packs to move. And when he says gone to, I mean, this is one of the hardest songs on the album. I don't know if it's the biggest hit or not. I love it. He said gone to November there, which obviously, I, I mean, to me is a Wyclef reference. And every song in here, you hear Uji. what a fan of music he was. He just, he had such a catalog in his brain of music across all genres. It's really incredible. I like too that he's talking about, he's like, oh, if I, if I, every label told me you can't rap about Jesus and, and have a song like that. And then that song comes out and wins Grammy for best rap song. Right. It's and great. then he made, he talks about the last, the last, and, uh, the last track. He talks about, this is, that, that the Jesus walk song is one that he was uh, farming around in different groups. Right. And they're like, no, nope, you can't do it. Yep. So Matt, Matt, you gave me two timestamps for that. Did you want the second one played here? Uh, I don't know. Okay, we'll do it. Facial features, but here to convert atheists into believers. I'm just trying to say the way school need teachers, the way Kathleen needs. How can you listen to this and not want to sign this guy? He's not a good rapper. His his songs, his lyrics, his beats, everything's great. He is not a great rapper. He lacks no, he's not. unbelievable energy. I mean, it's like he's like a vanilla. Ice cream cone. He's got nothing mm-hmm. going for him. Other and he than, probably he probably it. didn't he probably didn't write a lot of the like the the better raps on here. He probably didn't write them. I think Consequence Ghost wrote for him. Um, who's the guy who did Kick Push? It'll come to me later. But yeah, I, I don't think he wrote all the best raps on here. So who cares? So when you guys say he's not a good rapper or he's not as good as some of the other guys, like so Nas is considered one of the best, right? Yeah. Yep. I would much rather listen to this album than the Nas album that was ranked way higher. Oh, I mean, that, that's, that's two, two right? different subjects, though. Like, this yeah. content and the beats and everything, way better. But mm-hmm. as a rapper, as, like, the person who's actually saying the raps, mm-hmm. I mean, Nas blows them away. I mean, again, Nas I think every time away, I hear yeah. every time I hear Kanye rap, I mean, I just want to be like, is he bored? Is he, like, is it, like, I, three in the morning and he just wants to go to bed? Like, I, I, I don't know. That's just what I... I, when I hear him rap, that's what I think of. But all I know is that at some point in one of these songs, he said the cock and balls, which I was like, why are not more people <laughs> using that rhyme? I think it's such a good rhyme. You could use it with so many things. <laughs> Rob's top five rappers, Kanye West. Cause he said cock and balls. Uh, Curtis Blow because he did uh, Christmas Listen, wrapping easy. paper. Listen, easy, I'm probably going to edit this out. I'm probably going to edit this out. But have you guys ever clicked, you know, when you're doing that thing where you're like, oh, oh no. this video is no good. This video is no good. 
and you accidentally get on like cock and ball torture where it's just people. What? Yeah. It's just people <laughs> just getting their like dicks and balls rammed over and over. Aaron's looking. Oh, Aaron knows man. what I'm talking about. That would be a real bummer of a kink to have, wouldn't it? Where you're like, can you just please hurt my penis as much as you possibly can? Play racquetball. I mean, I'd play racquetball. The real question is, how do you get into that the first time? Like, that's jumping off a bridge the first time you do it, first right? First time, yeah. right, yeah. Well, I think you yeah, just say, hey, like, slap it around stuff. a little bit, like, you know, punch bag it or whatever. <laughs> like, you're on a trampoline. <laughs> I honestly think jumping on a trampoline naked, that's probably the one problem with that plan of jumping on a trampoline naked. I would seriously injure myself. Who's, wait, there was never a plan to jump on the trampoline naked. That, oh, you've I'm going to have sex with my clothes step. on like a pervert? Pull it out through the fly? Gross, Aaron. I respect my wife. Well, I'm if you like, no, if you're going to have sex on a trampoline, you're probably at a child's birthday party and you're trying to like oh, make it happen quickly no, before anybody notices. No, we sneak you know in saying? at night to the trampoline place. And when they open it up the next day, they say, why does this trampoline smell like mulch? We've already talked about this. Let's keep on. All right, never, never let me down. Never let me down. Here it is. Oh, there it is. Up. Right away. Because look what an accident did to left. Accident did to left. Now Romeo must die. I know I got angels watching me from the other side. Is this Jay Z on this one? Yeah. Yes. And so he produced for Jay Z, and now he becomes. Is he a bigger star than Jay Z at the time this comes out, or not? No. No. No, but he was, I mean, this, this is one of the confusing things about the first, the track order on this album, right? Cause in, in last call and through the wire, he's already referencing back or this song references through the wire, right? Cause he talks about getting in, in the car accident, but as a guy who as Rama Givetia hung out on hip hop forums in the years, 2002, oh. 2003, <laughs> people what knew. What was your name? What was your name again? And don't ask forums? where I was during those times. Don't, it's not important. Rama Givetia. Rob, I'm going to give it to you. Rob, I'm going to give it to you. <laughs> this album was like, it was always, it was always anticipated. Like, you know, Kanye had been producing for Jay and he was in the background and it was like, when is Kanye's album going to come out? When is he going to be able to rap and produce on the same album? So at this point, when this came out, he still wasn't, I don't think more famous than Jay when it came out. But at certain points in the next 10 years, I would, yeah, he probably, he probably eclipsed Jay's uh, star. Wow. Raw, I'm raw going to give it to you. Really made a good point in that post. I need to think about that. <laughs> hey, hey, Rob, when when I go out to jump on a trampoline, my cock and balls, I get them high. I get them real high. <laughs> you got to give it up for just a classic weed song on an album, right? Just it's all it's about. Right. I love this part too, where he's talking about he's trying to meet a girl. She wants to meet another rapper, and he's got to call him up and be like, "Hey, I got to get with this girl." This was like me and Steve in college. But this was also, and I'm going to stop talking at some point. This was part of Kanye's persona was he was like, so on, in, on the Black album, which I think came out before this, Jay said, truthfully, I want to be Talib Kweli. I used to run like Common Sense, but I did 5 million I rhyming like Common Sense. So Jay said he would have liked to be more of a conscious rapper like Talib and Common. So Kanye then goes out and gets Jay on track eight and then goes out on track nine and gets Talib and Talib Kweli in common. So like he's doing this thing where he's constantly responding to all the music that's out there and he's just like pulling from everywhere. It's kind of genius stuff. Very cool. Aaron, you're so so fucking smart. I don't care what we say about you when you get get off this call. Uh, (laughs) When we get off the call, what about when he's on the call? (laughs) What about when I'm on the call? What about when you're making songs? I mean... (laughs) 
No, I'm respectful. Aaron, I would just quit right now. I told if, you, I'm respectful. If, Aaron, if you were to if you were to think that we say worse things when you're not on, you oh, need to quit. Can you imagine? Yeah. yeah. I I will say I'm going to say it again. I've said it before. I bet I think about Aaron once a day. I bet I easily like I, like the other day I was just in a barbecue place and I was like Aaron, got to ask him what's good. I got it. It's like Aaron has like Aaron is like like my dad. I'm kind of like oh yeah, my dad like helped me and he's like made me the man I am. But the man I am today, I it's mostly Aaron, actually. So now, every time, that, Ralph, yeah. you're going to think about Aaron when you stare at yourself in the mirror and realize oh. Aaron wouldn't switch his penis with anyone. He and you compared would. his penis to a chef knife. I mean, that's <laughs> the only other knife that I could think of would be a bread knife or a sword. Like, that's the only other one. And a bread knife is too thin, I think. But a chef knife. Imagine. Damn. Mine is like a skewer. Mine's like a, yeah, it's like a skewer. It's so thin. And it's hot. It gets hot to touch. You got to wear gloves. It's so hot. To touch. It's hot. Silver. Silver grayish though, right? Like a knife. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gray. Is this the workout plan song? Yeah. Yeah, here it is. This one was so fun to listen to, wasn't it? I don't know if it's got a bad message. I don't, I didn't process all the lyrics or what was going on with it, but I enjoyed listening to it. The video has Anna Nicole Smith. Okay, now you guys might be surprised at my thoughts on Anna Nicole Smith, but <laughs> uh, probably my archetype of the most beautiful woman I've ever seen in my entire life is Anna Nicole Smith. She was so gorgeous, always just huge and busty and blonde and, and like tall. And she looked like she could throw you down in a bed or stuff you in a dryer if she really wanted to. Like I was, I always loved Anna Nicole Smith. Always. Oh, ooh. and then the video has her. The, I'm telling you guys, watch the video. The video to this, I thought was, Hilarious. And yeah, as somebody with two daughters, would I want them running through a maze with Kanye, like making them work out? Probably not. Okay. But still, I make my own stories not fun. That's how not fun of a guy I am. Slow jams. This one was fun to listen to also, wasn't it? There's a lot of great songs in this one. And this is a a flex too, because I don't know if this was before or after Jamie Foxx was in Ray, but all of a sudden he's like, yeah, I'll take a comedian, actor, and let him sing the hook on my song, and I'll still make a great fucking song, and Doesn't perhaps push have, his career. Isn't Twista also on this one? Isn't he the fastest rapper yes. ever? Remember when we talked fast rap? Yes. He had this guy on there too, right? Here we go. Badass. So good. It's like me ready, reading about my albums. It's so fast. And when he switches up the flow to sing along with the sped up Shaka Khan sample, I do think this was a this was a particular Chicago style at the time. So this is Kanye like really giving a shout out to his Chicago peoples. Breathe in, breathe out. He's talking about spending too much money on stuff. And how do you get Luda on the track and you don't even, like, this is a flex too. You brought Luda in just to do your hook. You didn't even, or maybe it was like, I know if Luda does a guest verse, he's going to kill me on it. But like, to have Luda on and not even let him do a verse? God, I love Ludacris. So listen to this. Anytime, right? Anytime you hear Luda's voice, you smile on your face. School spirit, school spirits. So this is from an Aretha song. Is it really? She said he could sample it. He said she could sample. She said he could sample it, but he could had to take out anything dirty. That's why it's edited, even on the explicit version. Yeah, it is. It's clean. Does anyone recall Peter from St. Paul dancing to this song on a party bus, or is that only me? Does anyone else have a vision in their head of Peter from St. Paul dancing to this on a? 
I can picture it now. So good. I guess I don't get it. I don't get why he's not a good rapper. Like it just is so euphonious to me. I love listening to it. Ooh, Am I euphonious. dumb? Yes. What a what a nice word. Dude, word. no. Music opinions dumb. are not dumb. If yeah. you sat down and listened to this whole album and you have an opinion because you gave it your time and attention, that is perfect. Aaron, you're you're right. I'm a genius. Aaron, Aaron's right, Rob. There are no dumb music opinions, only dumb people that have yes, music That's what opinions. I like to hear. Uh, two words yep. featuring most deaf. Uh, this is, he did two words per beat for this whole song. That's why it's called It's two so words. nice. Yeah, and Freeway jumped in on two. Oh, interesting. Boom, 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 boom. You know this hits my love of time signatures. Ooh. What is it, like 6-4? No, but they're doing like... They're doing 4-8, They're doing like eighth notes in there. I love it. One of my favorite parts of this song, I don't know if we can find it on here, but did you guys hear the choir? There are a lot of these songs have choirs yeah. on... Uh, um, well, there's probably been three of them already, right? That have mm-hmm. had some sort of choir right. backing. And so... I thought we could maybe do a list of the greatest songs ever that have featured the oh, choir. This is, Aaron, I know you got talking to me. The choir, you this didn't is, make it, so it's kind of rough. Speaking to me, Russell. This is yeah. yeah this is you're talking my language right now. If you don't have a song from Sister Act Two, Back in the Habit, I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> All right. So the first song on the list. We were talking about this group. It's one of Aaron's Ooh. favorite groups. It's the Chipmunks. The Chipmunks and the Harlem Boys Choir. Check this song out. What the hell is this? Christmas time in Uptown. Chipmunks oh and the Harlem Boys Choir. <laughs> this is the first dan- dance at my wedding. And you guys know the Harlem Boys Choir is the s- same choir that's playing with Kanye. Definitely. On yeah, the song they're on, yeah. Here we go. Isn't that back, cool? Russell. I love it. And to think that they got to meet the chipmunks, man, that'd be unbelievable, <laughs> wouldn't it? And then there's that perfect human who like lives with chipmunks. What a weirdo. <laughs> I, I know, I know that Aaron gets um, disappointed when he hears about choir. Cause he didn't make the concert choir. Is I didn't make it ever. I tried. I, I, I didn't make it ever. I tried it. multiple times. So but Russell doesn't like it when I talk about my failures in music. So I'm not yeah. going to go on. <laughs> but so I thought, God damn it. People keep putting comments in the thing and my notes keep leaving my computer, you assholes. Um, hold on. I got to move it over there. All right. Next up on the list. Delete. Cock and ball. Aaron, Wind, I know you don't like choirs. And by the way, use Bing, guys. That gives you the good videos. Cock and ball searcher window close. Window close. Cancel download. Cancel download. Cancel download. <laughs> Dr. Jerkle and hide your browser. Son of a bitch. <laughs> But Aaron, one of your favorite Christmas songs, you've talked about this one before, is John Lennon, Happy Christmas, The yeah. War's Over. Check out the oh, Aaron so with this one. Every time. This one hits me every time. Aaron, what have you done? I've been on this podcast with you, right? Isn't that... And, and, I, and I said the same thing on two episodes in a row. Two Christmas episodes Can't hear you. Too much choir. Sorry. Such a beautiful choir. Russell, who's the choir on this one? <laughs> This is also a Harlem choir, but not the Harlem Boys Choir. It's the Ooh, Harlem God, Community so Choir. Nice. Oh, because he would have been living in New York at the time. Right. There you Story go. Checks Next out. song on the list from 1987. Yes. This is from the Ooh, album Bad. God. This is Man in the Mirror. Oh. In the mirror. I'm looking at my chef knife's dick. 
My dick's so big I compare it to a chef's knife. I got a man in the mirror story. I don't know it's if this is the one you do interesting, back, but what I'm wrong. telling anyway. I I was in one production in Minneapolis with like the real fringe. Like I never got all the way into the hardcore Minneapolis theater crew because I wasn't. I wasn't Ooh. like. I don't want. I was going to say okay. I wasn't that good. Hardcore but theater. Like, no, I say yeah, that. I'm interested. But I was in one show. Joe saw it. Uh, Joe from Woodbury. I don't know why I'd be mentioning him, but I happen to be. Yeah. And hardcore but theater. But I got to go. But as 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 a member of this cast, I did once or twice get to go to the like the Minneapolis theater scene karaoke bar. So on, on Sunday night, that's where they did karaoke. And, and so it was all these theater kids who like, they went there and that was their thing. They were there to do karaoke. And then there was a guy who was a neighborhood guy who just sat in the corner all night drinking his drink. Didn't say a whole lot, but when it was his turn, he got, he got up and he did man in the mirror note. Perfect. Tore the whole thing down. Everyone in the place knew that he was the, the man. So that's my man in the mirror story. And to think that I was talking about mommy's milk earlier, and now we're talking about Michael Jackson, who famously, that's what he said to the doctor before he died. I want mommy's milk. Give me milk. Isn't this guy fun? Oh just like, just <laughs> take, a, take a, a me high note milk. and make it higher. Doctor, what was his name? <laughs> An interesting thing about that song. There were two songs on the album, Bad, that were not written by Michael Jackson. This was one of them. And one of the co-writers on this song was Glenn Ballard. You guys remember who Glenn Ballard do. was? Do you want to say Ooh. Russell? He was the Who's producer here? on Jagged Little no, Pill. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Good. So the co-writer for that man in the mirror was the guy. And let who me just say the, the doctor's name was Conrad Murray. Conrad Murray. That's who gave him the milk. <laughs> I'm so glad you brought that back. I'm- also, one other thing about that song that's really important is that it was a gospel choir, the Andre Crouch Ooh. gospel choir. And it turns out this Andre Crouch gospel choir also played on this next song on Did the list. Did it really? 1989. This is Like a Prayer Madonna. Same choir. Oh my god. Are we out of choir and songs time? Is that done? I hope not. Like, but it, have you heard one lately? Like, I, we need more choirs. Listen to this. I mean, this, this, this man in the mirror, to get back to this real quick, the best part of the song, just listen. I mean, it's not even close. That is so good. Why don't we have more choirs and songs? Olivia Rodrigo, I know you listen to the podcast. Please. You got people like Aaron that don't like yeah. choirs because yep. they got kicked out of the choir and only wanted to be solo <laughs> artists. <laughs> now he's stuck on a music podcast. Aaron. Aaron, remember that when I, you didn't make the choir? I, it, was, it, was rough. it was rough. Yeah, I was thinking about Andre Crouch. If I, wish I, I wish I could have sung an Andre Crouch's choir. Maybe things... Would have felt different. I, don't know. I wasn't going to make that one either. Well, who am I kidding? Ooh. All right. Last song on the list. We featured a bunch of gospel choirs. This one is another gospel choir, the New Jersey Mass Choir. This is Foreigner. I want to know what love is. Check this one out. Yes. That this should be happening ass. all the time in every song. I love watching Aaron sing it and realizing like he's moving his head around. It's like, that's why they didn't put you in the choir because you need all the attention, Aaron. Like you're not just singing with your head straight and smiling. Your head's moving around. I, I, and I was overcome. I was overcome with emotion at the quality of that list. That reminds me of the trampoline park again. <laughs> what are we overcome with emotion and the still smell of mulch. Conrad Murray, I got to stop thinking about that. All right, here we go. <laughs> Seriously, look up the tape sometime. It's good times. Uh, 
So I'm skipping all the skits. Thoughts on the skits for this album? I thought they were making a powerful message, but just a little too, made it too long. This is a long ass album, guys. 71 minutes, right? I love the skits. Is it DeRay Davis or whoever's impersonating yeah. Bernie oh, Mac right. in the early on skits? The what voice the I think is that? badass in the early on. Bernie skits. Mac is unbelievable. Yes, he's the best comedian to ever live, and so rest in peace. Brings me back. Gone too soon. Gone too soon. Through the wire. Of course, this famously was recorded after a car crash, where he's got his jaw wired shut. I cannot listen. I mean, you can hear him. Chipmunk Soul, Shaka Khan. What's weird is when you when you finally hear the Shaka Khan song, you realize, oh, that's what Through the Wire was. I had no idea. I cannot pour maple syrup without thinking of this song every time. Every what, Aaron? What what, because, what kind of syrup are you getting? Are you getting syrup out of a glass jar, or are you getting like yeah. a Mrs. What is it now? I'm not sure what it is. Oh, I was going to say the other one too. That's also canceled. Yeah, yeah glass jar Vermont maple syrup. I mean. Maybe, or are you yeah, getting like the, Vermont, the I think, right? are you getting like the Mrs. Buttersworth or whatever it is now? You know I'm not. Come on, Rob. You're, okay. you're just trolling me. You're okay. just trying to get me to say something. You know I'm not getting Mrs. I, when Buttersworth. I, when I first moved to Vermont, somebody asked me, "Oh, do you like uh, maple syrup or Mrs. Buttersworth?" And I knew it was a trap. I was like, "Oh no, I love Vermont maple syrup." <laughs> Give me a break. Aaron gets like the organic peanut butter yeah. version where it's like some sort of like maple leaf in there and then sugar, yeah. and he's got that. Now that would be that'd be clever, but no. Hey, you want syrup in the morning? Okay, I'm just going to boil all the sap that I bought. I've got a thousand <laughs> no, gallons of sap. I'll make one gallon of syrup. The reason I think of it is because he says, because he had his jaw wired shut, he says, I drink a boost for breakfast and ensure for dessert. Somebody ordered pancakes. I just sip the scissor. So anytime I put syrup on pancakes, I think about, I just sip the scissor. But he was sipping scissor because he was in pain. So he had to have some, you know, relief. If you guys got your jaw wired shut, what would be the drink that you'd drink? Whiskey. Oh, oh, Jesus Christ, Aaron. I think we need to talk after the show. Uh, I was going to say a shamrock shake, but now I'm this whole thing. You oh, kind of bummed me out, actually. Good. What? 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 Whiskey. I love shamrock shake. I think it's the perfect food. I got to be honest with you. I have less respect for people who like shamrock shakes. I think they're here. terrible. What the fuck are you if about? you like them, I think less of you what as a person. What are you talking about? Like, so you like see somebody at McDonald's get a shamrock shake and they're so happy because it comes out. Oh, my God. The ice cream machine's working. It's March. I can't believe it's a shamrock shake. And you look at that person and say, no. Why don't you like shamrock shakes, Russell? What's your problem? I, I'm a 99% judger on the Myers-Briggs. I don't like it. If I see you get it, I think you're Okay, so what would you have if you got your jaw wired shut? I'd probably be um, sitting at a bar by myself drinking whiskey <laughs> and, and acting yeah. like I've got a pizza yeah. coming. Sir, did you order pizza? <laughs> um, no, sorry. I have my jaw wired shut. I can't actually have any. But I did get a pizza with crushed uh, sauce and cheese. Oh, okay. Yeah, a pizza. Fucking idiot. Uh, no offense, Aaron. All right, family business. Grandma. I can hear a little bit of Monster there, can't you? From his other album. Oh, you hear the piano in the back there. Yeah. You didn't have a ton of... Maybe there was some piano on some of them, but this one jumped out to me on this album. Family business. That's what I always wanted to do. I wanted to be a lawyer like my dad. And then I would just have the same name and it would just be like, oh shit, I can't say that on the podcast. Fuck, I'm going to have to edit that out. But it'd be like Rob, Rob and Rob. Rob. Rob and Rob. And I said to my dad like, hey, do you, I should be a lawyer. And he's like, do you want a job where every time somebody sees you, they have a problem and you have to solve it? And I was like, well, what did Vanilla Ice say about that? Yes, actually I do. 
He'll solve it. Okay, never mind. Last call. This is what happens, guys. They run out of steam. My co-hosts run out of steam quickly. It is a cle- this is a clever name for the last song of an album, right? Oh, yeah. Because it's like a phone call at the end, right? Yeah. He's making a phone call. That's calling the album. Oh, this is the one where he just talks about like all the people who didn't listen, right. who didn't sign. But it sounds like he's on the phone, right? kind of. Yeah, it's that's the Google Dolls. It's perfect. I mean, listen, this is you know, he's talking about working with Jay Z. I was I listened to this. I was at the gym. I stopped lifting today to listen to this. Because it's just so interesting to hear a guy talk about like, oh, this is how my career took off, and this is his first album. He's like, yeah, I'm big now. It is cool. I don't know. And like when I listen to this, right? I just don't get why people, when I say that this podcast, the number one artist I've started liking because of this podcast, has been Kanye. And everybody's like, oh yeah, I don't Same. like Kanye. And I'm like, why? And they're like, well, he's kind of a, he's, he's kind of nuts. And I'm like, oh, really? That's why you don't like him? Like the songs are so good. Like they're crazy good. I don't, right. I don't, I don't get the hate just because of his public persona. Uh, the, guys, we are almost a three quarters of a fifth of the way through this podcast. So you're going to be staring at this face, making trampoline jokes ooh, for about the next, what did we calculate? Seven years now? Uh, so. Is this album at 74? Listen, oh, when I think about the 74th best album, I mean, guys, Loveless last week, what album is a little bit worse than my bloody Valentine Loveless? The college, college dropout is probably what comes to mind. I mean, it's good, but is it good, good? Well, if it's perfect at 74, we call that a rolling well tone. Now, I'm reading Rolling Stone's website. I am scrolling down, okay? Now, as I'm going down, I'm actually going up the list. So in this case, to get to this uh, one, you'd have to scroll up unless you started at 500. So I'm scrolling up. I'm going up the list, which in this case is a higher number. It's all making sense for some reason. If this should be a little bit lower on this, this got rolling boned. It should be way, way down. Oh, I can't believe it's at 74. It could be at 63. It could be at 25. Is this a top 10 album? I mean, I don't know. Uh, that would be a rolling boned. Or is this a rolling groan? Okay. And when I say rolling groan, what I mean is that Picture this like a trampoline park, right? You're in the trampoline park. You've taken off your clothes. You start jumping. You realize you've made a huge mistake. Okay, a huge mistake. Those things are flying around. They're coming up and hitting you in the face. It's a bad mistake. And all of a sudden, they come in and find you. Somehow, you have caught your balls in the springs of the trampoline, and you can't get out. And that's how they find you the next hey, morning. The way you, you guys see how Rob keeps going here, this is why we can't do a live yeah, album right it, now. Right? We've, got, is... we've got a few audience members on silence, and this is why we can't do the live album. Well, now I feel like I need to start over because I don't think some people are following. <laughs> is this a rolling, well-toned, rolling boned, or rolling mm. grown? Uh, Aaron, what do you think? This album is rolling well-toned. It is one of the great rap albums of the year that it came out. It was what's what's interesting to me is that I almost immediately Kanye started moving away from this sound and moving into other things. Like I feel like workout plan is actually one of the ones that kind of presages what came after this, mm-hmm. but it's kind of the apex of what he was doing with, with the hip hop sound and a big change in, in where hip hop was going. So I think it's always important. It's influential uh, for me. Some of the beats get a little bit, samey as you go along so i wouldn't i wouldn't rate it any uh higher on the list so i'm gonna just kind of let uh, rolling well-toned matt what do you think rolling well-toned rolling bone or rolling groan uh rolling groan for me i again kanye is boring to me i think he oh, he adds a bunch nice. of tricks and uh a bunch of I feel like matt just kicked me in the ball. Like he it. adds a bunch of uh you know he tries to put a little 
misdirection, you know, adding cool players in there, adding, you know, how many different rappers can we bring on my album, stuff like that. And, you know, again, he's a great writer, whoever his ghostwriter is too. I think he's got good beats, but I mean, I would like him to not sound like he just woke up or that it's like three in the morning and he's tired as hell when he's rapping. So my opinion, this album could be down in the 200 somewhere. Ooh, so what I was like your strong well, take? Did you rank it, Matt? What'd you rank it? That it should be higher on the list, not lower. Yeah, so it's a rolling. So like I that's what I call my it penis. should be have a higher number. Just be quiet for a second. <laughs> that's rolling what I call my grown? penis. Okay, I don't. Oh, you said rolling grown. That's why I call my penis. Okay, never mind. Uh, and by the way, chef's knife, as we know what Aaron calls it. Uh Russell, would you say this is a chef's knife, a parry knife, or an oyster fork? What do you think this is? <laughs> well, now I'm thinking about myself and how that works and trying to factor yeah. in the shamrock shake in the yeah. equation and for, for me, I, I don't care whether he's uh, technically a better rapper than any any of the other rappers out there. I would ra- way rather listen to this than many of the albums we've listened to. I think the music on it is fantastic. And if you've got the sway to bring in all these other amazing artists to be on your album, you should get credit for that. So I think um, if I was as good of a musician as as Kanye West, I would also take my kitchen tool away from Kim Kardashian to go meet other ladies. So I don't, I don't blame him. He can go get, he can go wherever he wants, but I think for this, to me, this is rolling boned. It should be higher on the list. I like it way more than a lot of the albums we've listened to. And one of the most recent hip hop albums we listened to is Jay-Z reasonable doubt. I would way rather listen to this than reasonable doubt. 100%. Guys, this is a rolling bone Kardashian. It's a double. This is, I mean, when you listen to this album (laughs) and he's talking about his hard scrabble life and how he was begging people to make an album and oh. You know, this is my big break, and finally I got a hit single with Jay-Z. And now you look at who he is. I mean, literally, his, he is now, like, associated with shoes. He's associated with fashion. He's a, he's a media mogul. Like, it's crazy to look back at this yeah. album, and he's talking about all these things. I just think Where's it's a, Trump hats everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. okay so now you're kind of pulling a raw move where okay, Aaron's giving a big thumb up to that. I don't uh. <laughs> So here's the thing. Next up, guys, we have an album that had a song that I actually wrote some lyrics for that was rejected. Do you want me to sing the song for you? Of course. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, this is the song. Gray, gray, gray. I've got gray testicles. <laughs> it's oh, Aretha no. Franklin. Why would you do Aretha like that? Soul. Lady Souls threw that up. Shit. We got to turn over. We got the return of Bernard Pretty Pretty on this album. But you're just too lazy to look it up online. If you want to hear from guys who chat and then they get off track. I've got the perfect podcast for you, Jack. Beck did it better. Guys, I have to share this. I just got a text from our friend who's an executive at... <laughs> Turns out he's transferred out of the WNBA and is now into kitchen appliances. <laughs> oh, no. Their top-selling item is a magic bullet. Oh, great. <laughs> That's a little one, Russell. It's a blender. You don't have one. 